morning. Good morning, everybody. Jason here for another coffee and a chat. Well, wealth coffee chat, we call them. Um, hopefully everyone's well. I missed you guys yesterday. Had a couple of things on and uh, got caught up, unfortunately. But I'm back today. We're, uh, we're here for another wealth coffee chat. So um, welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, I'll do the quick intros while the old Facebook Live's warming up. As I said before, Jason Witten's my name. Maybe I did say it, maybe I didn't. <laughs> but those who are new, uh, welcome. Those coming back, uh, great to have you back again. As always, good to see those who are passionate and mad about real estate investing just like me. Um, always trying to keep up to speed, keep up to date with information and uh, bits and pieces. So uh, for those who are new, uh, I've been property investing 20 odd years and coaching property investors over 18. And along the way, paid a bit of attention, learned a few things, and uh, now support uh, over 6,000 active property investors uh, weekly, daily, monthly, yearly uh, across Australia and New Zealand with our, our coaching program uh, at Positive Real Estate Mentor and Coaching Program. So that's what uh, we get up to. But, um, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe. Um, you need some coaching too. But anyway, today, today is about a quick chat about what's going on. Uh, or every day we get together Monday to Friday, around about um, eight o'clock. And um, we talk, we chat, we talk about what's going on in the world. So uh, when it comes to real estate investing. So give us a shout out in the comments if you're there. And um, uh, let me know who's who's online. I'm just going to quickly check something just to make sure I've got all my settings right and so on. Um, as we go along and um, um, yeah it might be something going a little bit weird with the live this morning doesn't seem to be uh, yeah, well we'll see how we roll but uh, looks like there's a few people on um, hey there we go Warren how are you mate hey haven't seen you for ages Warren there you go hope you're well hope you're well um, there you go a few people jumping on now. Could be the stream's a little bit slow this morning, but uh, there you go. Anyway, this morning I wanted to talk about um, capital growth. What is it good for? Absolutely nothing, <laughs> as the song goes. No, it is good for something. Uh, but I think uh, for me and uh, for most property investors, especially when we're starting out, good morning, good morning, whoever that is. Um, you're probably from the mentoring group. So, um, yep, hopefully, hopefully uh, we can fix that one day soon. Capital growth, what's it good for? Um, you know, uh, many, many pieces of communication when it comes to property investing get caught up, get stuck on, did, did my property go up in value? What's it worth? Oh, I bought the property and now it's gone down in value. It's gone up in value. Um, and the idea of managing and... Uh, uh, analyzing our version of success, us succeeding in the world through the capital gains that our property makes uh, is, pretty, is pretty limited and not accurate, not a very accurate way in any way, shape or form to, um, to analyze our success. Now, let me tell you a quick story. Uh, and uh, I've got a client and um, I won't share their personal details, but I share, share some stuff with you. Now, these guys uh, have done well over the years and they've been able to pay their home off and, um, and they've got some 
uh, other properties owned in another way, but they've got no debt on their own home uh, and they've got some property in their super, but they're now 50 odd. And so they've got no debt. Their property is now worth, their home is now worth three and a half million dollars. Their properties in their super is worth many millions of dollars as well. Um, but uh, here's the rub, they have no income. What do you mean? You know, they're worth, you know, technically they're worth six or seven million dollars, right? Net assets, six or seven million net, net. You're thinking, woo, down the pub, at the party, out of coffee, you tell people about that, you know, hey, look at me, I've got lots of money, I'm wealthy. You know what? Uh, they've got no income. They've got no passive income that they can use. And, um, you know, their super properties are with other family members, so we can just ignore that. But what they've done is they put all of their efforts and eggs into one basket, their home. They got caught up in the idea that, oh, you know, capital growth, I'm killing it. And I asked them the other day, I said, well, fabulous. Um, that's a really good place to start. Now you're 50, you know, you've paid your home off. On, on, that's one of the things in this process that we want to nail. Um, you know, how do you feel about, uh, you know, using its equity now or uh, selling it and freeing up some cash so we can create some cash flow? And they nearly fell off their chair. Um, and uh, this is the probably the, the point of my conversation this morning is that, gang, gang, we can't, we can't eat capital growth. You can't live on capital growth. It doesn't put food on the table or for very long. Some people um, uh, over the years have used capital growth either by selling their properties and then they've freed up some cash and they have a good time for a moment, but there's a lot of taxes and costs that go with selling. Uh, and then now you've got cash and you put it in the bank account and now it's doing nothing. Um, it's eroding, you're living off it, and also the bank's not giving you any return on it. So cash is trash. Uh, or, you know, the capital growth happens on a property and you buy it, let's say, um, and this was the other conversation I had with this client, is like, a, you know, they, they only believe in Sydney real estate. Yeah, Sydney always grows in value. And I said, well, great. Um, let's do the analysis on the rental income right now of where you'd like to buy in Sydney. And it was one and a half percent. Gang, it was the it was twenty-five thousand dollars a year negative cash flow for, for a house that they wanted to buy. And they would they were considering, oh, we'll eat that, we'll we'll take that on the chin uh, for the capital growth. And I'm and I said, Well, that's dumb. It's stupid. Um, it's it's not how you grow your portfolio. Um, and so, you know, the moral of the story here, gang, I suppose, is that um, you know, capital growth is, is useful, and in my world, it's useful for uh, one thing. Capital growth is useful for one thing. It's useful for recycling your deposits, okay? So let me, let me explain. For most of us, we don't have, you know, gazillions and gazillions of dollars in cash uh, available, or even equity, available for investing. And so we have to be smart about how we use our deposit. And you know, if, you're, if you've got a, uh, let's say, call it $150,000 to start your investing, and you put that into one or two properties, you're done, you're stuck for the moment until you save some more money or your properties grow in value and give you your deposit back. 
And so for me, I think we need to understand what capital growth is good for, is returning your deposit as fast as possible so you can buy your next investment property. Okay, that's what capital growth is good for. It's not a measure of success. The, the numbers that I measure for you succeeding and progressing forward are the number of properties you need, work out that number, you know, is it five, is it seven, is it 10? Um, and the rental income that you are aiming for. Now, if you're aiming for $100,000, I did this the other day, for passive income in the future, in the first stage, you know, you want to, let's, let's say $100,000, you want to buy four properties with $25,000 a year rent. That's what you want to buy. So boom, you have the $100,000 of passive income being created. Now, it's not net in your pocket yet, but in the future, now we've got the asset, now we've got four properties and $100,000 worth of rental income. Now we create the strategy moving forward with rental growth and debt reduction on your properties to create the gap between where your um, income is and where you want it to be. So, you know, capital growth doesn't play any part in that in the future, okay? Properties going up in value doesn't play any part at all. Uh, when your portfolio is extremely uh, valuable, okay, let's say your debt is a million bucks and your property value is $10 million, this is quite a, a long way into the future, there is a couple of little advanced strategies that you can use a small amount of your equity to uh, live on as well as your cash flow. And that's an advanced strategy, but it only it's only safe and prudent to do so when your values are quite high. And I saw a lot of people, you know, around the GFC time, you know, extracting equity out of their properties because the lending you could lend madly. Uh, and they they took equity. They did things like, you know, buy jet skis and other stupid things with it. Uh, go on holidays out of the equity of their houses, buy cars out of their, like it was insane, it was mad. And um, then they ended up upside down uh, in values and mortgages and, and worse, the interest rates went up a bit and they couldn't cover the mortgages anymore. So gang, capital growth is for recycling your equity for your next deposit. Rent growth is what we're looking for uh, and that's pretty important. It's vitally important in this gig because you don't want to be buying and selling your property deals. It's too expensive. It wastes money. The only people who win are real estate agents and the government uh, when you buy and sell. Uh, and most of us aren't you know, full-time real estate professionals because you have to be a good quality full-time real estate professional to buy and sell, buy and sell and make profits regularly if that's part of the plan that you're looking to do. If, um, but you know, maybe later on you can do that. But in the beginning, in the first five, seven, 10 years, it's about acquiring, buying, and keeping the properties that you want as a part of your long-term long wealth strategy. Um, there you go. Well, hopefully that makes sense, gang. Um, it's Friday, it's Friday. Uh, there you go. Hey, tonight, tonight, this afternoon, uh, Andy and I, uh, doing Wealth, Wine and Wisdom at 5 p.m. We might even bring it forward to 4 p.m. Just keep an eye out 
Wealth, Wine and Wisdom, Andy Fenton and myself. Andy's been in banking 20 years and financial planning 20 years. I've been in property uh, and property investing 20 years. We get together uh, weekly and I think of Wealth, Wine and Wisdom and uh, talk about what's going on uh, from our two necks of the woods. So if anyone's keen, uh, we're going to do it tonight. We're thinking about moving it back to Fridays because Wednesdays aren't working for us. We thought it would, but uh, there you go, hopefully... Uh, if you keep, if you see it, keep an eye out. Um, come join us for a bit of a longer chat about what's going on in the world of real estate and investing. Anyway, gang, uh, that's about it from me. Uh, good morning, uh, and uh, catch you guys later. Thanks, Warren. Good on you, mate. Um, looks like there might have been something wrong with my stream this morning. Um, a few things haven't popped up, but anyway, um, great to see those who made it today and um, join me uh, next week. Now, listen, Monday's a public holiday in Queensland, so I won't be going live on Monday, but it'll, I'll be back on Tuesday so everyone knows. Um, yeah, all right. Hopefully you're good. Hopefully you're well. Um, anyway, that's it. Adios. Thanks, gang. Good to see you, and have a great weekend. All right, bye-bye.